hey, welcome to today's episode of In the Growth Space. I'm your host, David McGlennon, and it's really great to be with you today. And today, I wanted to tackle a topic that every leader struggles with, and, it, and they struggle with it at least some point in their journey, if not constantly. And as a coach for every level of leader, I've seen it and I've discussed it with clients who are business owners, their CEOs, their presidents, and especially emerging leaders. And I've heard it so much recently that I really wanted to do a special podcast episode on it. So what is it that is a universal struggle? It's imposter syndrome, or as sometimes it's called imposter experience. It's that feeling that you don't belong. It's that feeling that you're not good enough, that you're a fraud. It's the feeling that you know, someone's going to really find out that you don't know what you're doing and, and you're in way over your head or you're really in the deep end of the pool. And it's a feeling, quite honestly, that can be debilitating and it can really prevent a lot of leaders from reaching their full potential. But don't worry, today we're going to give you some strategies and some tips on how to overcome and, and really work through imposter experience. And I'm going to give you an exercise that you can do that's going to help you to really push through it and diminish that voice in your head so that you can really keep growing and reaching more of your potential. All right, so first, let's define what imposter experience really is. So imposter experience is really simply a psychological phenomenon. And it's it's something where an individual doubts their accomplishments um, they have a persistent fear of, of being exposed as a fraud. Um, they're, they're afraid of failing. And, and as I mentioned a moment ago, leaders are particularly vulnerable to this imposter experience. And it, it's really probably because they feel the most pressure to be perfect and to perform and, and, and also to have all the answers, so to speak. And you know, that's the one thing that I always stress to my inner circle members, especially my emerging leaders, is that no leader has all the answers. As a matter of fact, I really believe that the best leaders realize they don't have all the answers and they're incredibly curious. And then they, in turn, ask a lot of questions and then they listen generously and they get the input from the people that are around them, others that they're, that they're interacting with. And, 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 and a lot of times, the most successful leaders are part of peer groups, and they're part of masterminds, like our inner, inner circle groups, like the elite inner circle, for example. And, and they gain perspectives that they don't have from other people, so they get that input. So, Let's take a look at my first tip or my first strategy for overcoming imposter experience. And that is to first acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge that we have it and we have to acknowledge that we're feeling it. Imposter experience is so common and it's important to recognize that it's just part of leadership and admitting that you're feeling like a fraud or feeling out of your, out of your league is really the first step in overcoming it. So admitting that you're feeling it, um, it, it, it's difficult for a lot of people. I mean, our ego doesn't want us to allow us to do that, but it's really important that we recognize when we're experiencing these feelings that we we bring them out and we, we, we admit them. And 
part of this whole process is that you may notice that you're comparing yourself to others or you're doubting your abilities or maybe you're feeling anxious about you know being found out <laughs> that you really don't know what you're talking about or that you're a fraud or whatever those 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 things are those stories are that you're telling yourself but when you acknowledge these feelings um, you can really start to take steps in overcoming them and, and really work through them because if we don't acknowledge them we can't we can't work through them so one way to do this is to write down your thoughts and your feelings in a journal so you've probably heard me talk a lot about journaling and it's a great tool for working through imposter experience as well and it's a great way to um, assess your emotions and um, really just kind of be able to get in touch with them and 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 really it also can identify any patterns or or triggers that might be contributing to the the feeling of the imposter experience now the one thing you have to realize too <laughs> it, it it's the emotions are like are are like the weather i mean they change constantly so they're 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 coming through you and 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 nothing is forever uh, just like there's no there's no um, weather system that stays put it always moves through you so if you recognize um, that you're feeling that you're recognizing that you're feeling this imposter syndrome just recognize that they're gonna float through you kind of like the puffy white clouds on a beautiful spring day you know you're watching them and they're just floating right through so if you think of them in that in that regard that's going to help you to at least recognize that they're going to pass if you give it some time. So recognize that your your feelings, this imposter experience, it's a lot like the weather. It it changes and it changes constantly. Now, my second recommendation is to reframe your thinking. So instead of focusing on what you don't know, focus on what you do know. Many people with imposter syndrome have a tendency to focus on what they don't know or what they haven't accomplished rather than what they have achieved. So to overcome this negative thinking pattern or this bias towards negative thinking, reframe your thoughts in a more positive way. Focus on your strengths and your accomplishments rather than those perceived weaknesses. And Honestly, this is where a coach or an inner circle group can help you by simply asking you questions that are sometimes really hard to ask yourself. Questions like, um, when were you at your best? What, what qualities or strengths or maybe even unique abilities did you embody when you were at your best? And those stories of strengths will help you to see where, where your unique abilities are. And, and then just following up with, well, what happened during that time? What, what, what did you bring to those moments when you were at your best? What did you, what did you do? What were you, how were you being? And when you take some time to reflect on your accomplishments and the skills that have gotten you to where you are today, um, you know, it, it's going to help you to reframe those, those feelings. As a matter of fact, one of the exercises that we use with our inner circle members is what we call the timeline exercise. And it's, it's, it's a really powerful uh, exercise if you do it. 
And, and, and here's how you do it. First, you, you, you draw a horizontal line like a timeline. So take a piece of paper. Um, if you can get like some poster board, that'd be great. Or even like a, a dry, dry erase board like I've got here in my office. Um, you know, draw that horizontal line like a timeline. So just from one, end, one side, from the left side to the right side. And, and then what you're going to do is you're going to mark vertical lines from the left side to the right side, giving yourself some space. So marking like 10 year segments of your life. So think of this line as the timeline of your life. So over on the left side is going to be a zero and then a 10 mark, a vertical line with 10 and then 20 and then 30, 40 and so forth. And don't don't worry if you don't have <laughs> that many decades. It's all good. Um, but you've got something in your life that you'll be able to to work with in these decades. So, um, you know, just as an example, um, I, what what I what I did on my timeline exercise, I, I created like the zero to ten, ten to twenty, and then in those segments, what I did is um, I went back through those and go in your mind um, to, to those years, those decades, and write down events where you had success. Like when you were 15 years old, let's say, when you were 10 years old, what's an example of a success that you had? Like for, for me, one of the successes that I wrote down was when I was 21 years old, I, I studied and, and I um, sat for my insurance license exam and I passed it. So that was a success. And then a couple years later, I studied for my Series 7 and 63 um, uh, securities license and, and, and I passed those. And so those were success moments in my 20s that I put on that timeline. And, and you can just kind of write below that like little bullet points. Um, and, and so go through your life and, and at each decade, pull out as many success points as you possibly can. And actually, as I'm thinking about this, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to put together um, in the show notes a link to a video that I did a few years ago. Um, where I was teaching my uh, emerging leader inner circle members um, this this exercise and, and then I had them do it. And so this will give you a visual reference for how to do this exercise. So uh, just go check in the, in, in the, the show notes. There'll be a link there to the timeline exercise. Now, once you've put as many of these successes on your timeline as you can, go back and, and look at each one of them and then ask yourself, what were the skills um, or, or, or what were the what were the the elements that I learned in order to accomplish what I did? What did I what did I do to handle adversity? How did I handle it? What were my personal attributes that really allowed me to accomplish what I accomplished? And so, what you're going to find out is that you are much more capable than you realize, and. Also, you're going to find out that you have overcome all kinds of challenges and, and obstacles in your life, probably more than you even realized. And, and as you go along in your, 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 your journey, as you look at your life and your leadership, you're going to find that you have a lot of experience at overcoming challenges. You've learned and you've learned how to learn. And, and so seeing these, these gains and these successes and, and how you overcame these challenges, it's going to remind you 
And, and it's going to remind your conscious mind, really, that you're totally capable and you definitely deserve to be where you are. All right, now my, my third strategy or my third tip is to talk with somebody about it. And again, I know this probably sounds self-serving, but it's true. This is where having a coach can be incredibly helpful at working through this, this issue. When you have somebody who can ask you questions and, and remind you of your strengths and your unique abilities, it, it gives you the space um, to, to contemplate you know, how you are the right person for the job and why you are the right person to be where you are. So sharing your feelings, even with a trusted colleague or a mentor or a friend, can be incredibly helpful. And, and, and those people can help you um, have a different perspective and help you gain really a, a more realistic view of, of your abilities. And so make sure that you are talking through and sharing with someone else who can help you to process these feelings. And when you do that, it's going to help help you see things that perhaps you haven't seen before. And, and sometimes even just by talking out loud, it's going to help you to recognize your strengths. And that kind of leads me into the fourth strategy that I wanted to share with you here today. And, and that is simply to learn to accept compliments. I know it's it's hard. I know sometimes it's really hard. And, and especially people with imposter experience, they have a hard time accepting praise um, because they're always yielding to or leaning towards that negative bias. And, and they downplay their accomplishments a lot of times. So instead of dismissing those compliments, when you get a compliment, when you get somebody who shares uh, something with you that is is really positive and and gives you some great feedback. Embrace them, and and begin practicing saying thank you when people give you a compliment or 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 express some kind of appreciation for one of your strengths. Just say thank you, and and when you accept these compliments, they're going to begin to help you realize that your accomplishments they're real and and they're having an impact and. Frankly, you deserve to be where you are and you deserve the praise. And I will say too that one of the aspects of this is um, if you've never gone through a strength finders assessment or if you've never even heard of what that is, I would highly recommend that you go through um, a strength finders assessment. Uh, you can find it. I'm sure you can find it online. Strength Finders 2.0, I think it is. Um, it's a it's a it's an amazing assessment, and what it's going to help you to do is show you what your unique uh, ability is, what your unique um, strengths are, and it gives you kind of your top five, top six um, strengths. They'll actually uh, rate them. I think there's 32 of them, maybe or 33 of them. But um, in addition to that. One other thing that comes that kind of comes to my mind right now is um, it's it's an exercise that Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach uh, really came up with, and it's it's really this idea of discovering your unique ability. And what you do is you send a note, maybe you send an email uh, to some people in your inner circle, people who you know will be honest with you, they know you. And they, they'll be willing to, to give you some feedback. And the note probably would say something like, 
hey, I'm currently working on a process to discover my unique ability. And this is a concept based on the idea that everyone possesses this combination of talents and interests and, and capabilities that are unique to, to them. And with that said, I'd really appreciate it if you would help me identify my own unique ability. And, and if you, you, you do this by considering the following question and then just send me back the answer. You know, what do you see as my unique ability? My unique ability um, includes things like my talents, my abilities, my characteristics, uh, things that s describe me, what I'm good at, how I do things, and what you can count on me for, and, and, and maybe any other distinguishing features that you see about who I am. And I'd be really grateful if you could respond within the next couple of weeks so that you can help me. And, you know, I, I appreciate your help and your, and your support and look forward to hearing from you. Something like that. I mean, that would be a, a great email just to be able to send out to some, some people in your inner circle. And it's just one more way of becoming aware of your strengths and unique ability, um, especially those that you bring to your world, your, your, your leadership um, and, and your life. And it's going to help you um, just realize that even if even if you're in deep water, you've got the unique ability to bring what it takes to your world. You you can you can um, you can tread water in that deep end, and, and you can swim your way to the shallow end, and, and you can you can get out of the pool, and you can make sure that everything in your world is is um, taking advantage of the unique abilities that you have. So. Let's go to my, my fifth and, and final strategy here. And, and it's, it's really simple. Keep learning. <laughs> Have a growth mindset. Because what that means is you're able to learn new things. When you have a growth mindset, you can learn new things. You can try new things. You can fail at new things. And then that failing gives you the experiences and the learning opportunities that will help propel you to more growth. The more you learn, really, the more confident you're going to become. And, 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 and I would also recommend that you take advantage of any kind of training opportunities that either your company provides or that you see in the marketplace. Um, read books, uh, attend conferences, listen to podcasts like this one, as you are. <laughs> um, and there are others that are great podcasts as well. Join masterminds like one of our inner circle groups. Um, that way you're around other leaders who are also learning and growing. And the more you know, the more uh, you will have, have confidence in your own abilities and the less likely you are to feel like a fraud. And, and so just keep these, these strategies in mind. And, and all of these strategies really kind of work together to overcome this idea of imposter experience or imposter syndrome. And I didn't say this earlier, but sometimes it it is a feeling of um, I'm not good enough, and and it's a you know a lot of leaders will say I need to work on my executive presence. All that means is I'm not feeling confident. And so one last little bonus tip that just kind of came to my mind. It actually comes from a book called Presence by Amy Cuddy. Um, there is a real connection between our mind. And our body. And what she discovered in her research, she's a PhD 
um, I think at Harvard or Stanford, one of the, one, you know, one of those Ivy league schools. And, and what she, what she found is that when we put our body into certain positions, for example, she talks about the Superman pose or the superwoman pose where you, you know, put your hands on your hips or your, your, your fists on your hips and you expand your, your uh, chest and you put your head up and you, there's a feeling of I'm confident. I, I've got this. I would, I would recommend that you go and, and watch her TED talk. Um, and, and even read the book. Uh, it's called Presence. Uh, it's a great book. It's a great way to be able to kind of link our mind and our body to just have one more way to overcome this feeling that either we're not good enough or we're an imposter or a fraud. And, and, and just remember one, like, I guess, final thought is that it's a common feeling. You're not alone. We all experience it. I've experienced it. Um, many of my friends have experienced it. Um, but by acknowledging it, reframing your thinking, talking to somebody about it, um, just continuing to learn to accept compliments and to keep learning, keep that growth mindset going, you can overcome imposter experience and you can work through it and you can become the leader that you were meant to be. Now, in order to get into or stay in your own growth space, let me ask you just one final question here. What's the one thing that you're gonna take from this episode and implement today? What are you gonna do? What, what's one thing that you can take away? You know, you're not gonna grow by just gaining head knowledge. You gotta take action. And in, in Henry David Thoreau's language, you have to endeavor to live the life that you've imagined. So that means that you have to practice, you have to, to fail, you have to practice, fail, learn, and then keep repeating that cycle. And it's one that is, is never ending. It's just a continual learning cycle. All right, we'll leave it there for today. That's, that's all for today's episode. Um, thank you for joining the In the Growth Space podcast. Uh, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if you wouldn't mind, give us a, a rating and a review. And tune in next time for more insights on your own growth journey and how you can stay in that growth space. But until then, until that next time, stay in your own growth space and be well. Mm-hmm.